Amen, amen, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the voice of the preacher this morning. I am indeed that voice on today, Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the Living God, inviting you to come by and to worship with us. Our morning worship begins at 1130 a.m. Sunday school is at 10 a.m. And Thursday night, Bible study 5 to 6. And from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m., Mountain Moving Miracle Working Prayer. So you're certainly invited to come and have that worship experience with us at Anointed Church of the Living God. Located at 1211 South Miles Avenue, Union City, Tennessee. Now let us look to the Lord in prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, as we come with our faces bowed toward Mother Earth and our voices lifted to heaven. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, for another day that you kept us yet in the land of the living. We thank you not only that you watched over us, but you've watched over and kept our loved ones also. And for that, we want to say thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for food and clothing and shelter. We thank you for the bare necessities of life. We thank you for more than that. We're thankful, Father, because we lay down with a roof over our head. Glory to God, because you provided a home for us and somebody slept under a bridge. Lord, we want to say thank you. Somebody went to bed hungry. We didn't. And we certainly want to say thank you, Lord. Somebody was cold while we were yet warm. Lord, we're thankful this morning. We want to thank you and praise you and lift your name up forevermore because you're worthy of our praise. We thank you for knowing Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and the pardon of our sins by the shedding of his blood. We thank you because it costs something for us to be here and to be in this place. It costs the very life of your only begotten son. And you gave him out of a heart of pure love so that we may live and not die and have eternal life. And Lord, we just want to say thank you on today. We thank you, Father God, for a reasonable portion of health and strength. That even though we may have aches and pains here and there, Father God, someone is in a lot worse shape than we are. And we want to thank you. We thank you for yet having the use and activity of our limbs. We thank you, Lord, for being able to see, though it may be with the help of eyeglasses. We're thankful that we can see, for surely there are many that can't. We thank you, Lord, on today. We thank you, Father God. And we're asking in the very name of Jesus that you will meet each listener in the center of their need, that you'll go into each home, Father, and that you will Heal where healing is needed. Give deliverance where deliverance is needed, Father. And in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will save those who are lost, those who are repenting of their sins by confessing that they are sinners and acknowledging that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life and acknowledging his death, burial, and resurrection, glory to God, and receiving you as as their Savior right now, receiving Jesus Christ in their hearts. We thank you for the ones that have a mind to do that on today. But I thank you, Lord Jesus, that without the shedding of blood, there could be no remission of sin. And we're in remission today because you gave your life, Lord, and we thank you for it. Father, we pray those, Father God, that is grieved from the loss of loved ones, and they're in the valley of grief, Lord, asking you to comfort them as only you can. For you've borne our grief, you've carried our sorrow, Lord, and you have been touched by all of our infirmities. So, Lord, I'm just asking you to bless this morning as only you can. Give encouragement to the downtrodden heart, Lord. Give strength to the feeble hands, Lord. Just give strength as only you can on today. Touch your pastors that's worshiping you in spirit and in truth, Lord. Touch them, oh God, we pray, 
on today and it carries to their hearts as only you can. Lord, the pandemic has rearranged a whole lot of things for pastors, but you're yet the way, the truth, and the life. And we lift our eyes to the hills from which come our help. We know our help comes from you on today. Father God, as we are praying now and as the listeners are listening and they're joining in this prayer, we come into total agreement. We come as one. And we pray and ask that you will bring Virginia Emerson home, Lord, that you will bring Pastor Lawrence Emerson's mother home. She's been going well over a month now, Father God, and we're just asking that she be found and return safely to her family, Lord, and to strengthen them, amen, strengthen them as only you can, Lord, and we ask it in the mighty name of Jesus, and we'll always give you the praise, we'll give you the glory, because we know that we have the victory in the name of Jesus Christ on today, praying that you'll continue to bless this broadcast, to bless Paul and Diane Tinkle, bless their home and loved ones, Father, whatever it is that they stand in need of, Lord, I'm asking that you'll grant it this morning according to your will and in the name of Jesus Christ and those who work here at the broadcast at the radio station, asking that you'll bless them, bless Maggie, bless Charles, bless April, Lord, bless all of them, bless the veil, bless all of them, Father God, with the blessings and the things that they they stand in need of according to your will and we ask it in Jesus name father we also ask that those listening who uh, don't know you in the pardon of their sins have never repented of their sins touch the heart and mind of today and let them know all they have to do is to confess that they are sinners father that they are sinners and acknowledge the death burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ believe in their heart that you've raised him from the dead the word of God says that they shall be saved. We shall be saved. Whosoever confess with their mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart that God has raised them from the dead shall be saved. So, Lord, we're praying for that turnaround on today. We're praying that they'll receive Jesus Christ and be saved, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, for those that have backslidden, that they'll get clothed in their right mind. Because to me, Father, it's crazy that anyone would turn away from you and go back on you. But, Lord, we know a lot of people have been blinded by the enemy and that that's just part of life and it does happen. But we're asking that they have that eye-opening experience on today, that they will repent, that they will turn back <clears throat> to their first love and give their heart to you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. We know that they'll find you right where they live, you with open arms. So, Father, this is our prayer this morning in Jesus' name. And we ask that when we've done all that you would have us to do here, and it comes time for us to close our eyes in death, we pray to hear you someday say, well done, good and faithful servant. And I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. I thank God that you prayed that prayer with me on today. We are in agreement according, amen, to the word of God and to the scriptures. And before I go into the message, I certainly want to ask each of you that are listening to please continue to pray for the Emerson family. You've heard Pastor Lawrence Emerson and co-pastor Tonda Emerson here on this broadcast uh, with me, glory to God, and his mother, uh, the first part of December, uh, has dementia and she's missing, haven't been able to locate or to find her. So we're praying, amen, that by the help of God, that God will bring his mother home and that she'll be safe and be okay. And we ask that you continue to pray for Pastor Emerson and pray for the Emerson family. Only God can do it. But that's the thing about it. He can do it. So we believe and we ask and we pray together. And therefore, 
We count it done and we can go on, hallelujah, and shout the victory in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. I thank you for it. Amen. And amen. Now, this morning, we're going to look, amen, at uh, the scriptures, a couple of them. Look at Romans 15 and 4, which says, uh, let me get it here in the script, in the Bible. I turned from it for a minute. Romans chapter 15 uh, and verse 4 is what I want you to look at this morning with me. Glory to God. 15 and 4. Romans 15 and 4 says, For whatever things were written before were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. That we through the patience and comfort of the Scriptures might have hope. Glory to God. Let me read that one more time. Glory to God. For whatever things were written before were, were written for our learning, that we through the patience and comfort of the scripture might have hope. So that tells us that the scriptures, that the Bible, amen, was written to give us hope of whatever things that were written before, before when, before, amen, before our time, for they were written a long, long time ago. But it's for our learning and through the patience and comfort of what is written in the Bible that we might have hope. Glory to God. Amen. And let's say, praise God, that indeed it is promise. That's our thought this morning. It is promise. And also look at 2 Corinthians 10 and 4, which says the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Amen. So victory, amen, is promise. How? Through the word of God and through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So saying that as we read and as we look at Romans 15 and 4, we realize that, of course, the Bible is is very old, over 4,000 years old, glory to God. So there's nothing new that we'll read in Scripture, but there's new revelations in this same word every day. And that's why it was given to comfort us and to encourage us, to give us patience uh, as we believe and also to give us hope. Are you hopeful this morning? Glory to God. And we can have hope and patience with the word of God because God's got a time. Amen. And God has a season for everything pertaining to his plan, the plans that he thinks for you and the plans that he thinks for me. Glory to God. So we thank God. But it through it all, through it all, through the ups and through the downs, through the good, through the bad and the ugly, we can make sure we can count on it that we have victory. Amen. In Jesus Christ, we have victory in the word of God. Why? Because, amen, it is promised. This morning, we're going to look, glory to God, at the battle of uh, Jericho in the sixth chapter of Joshua. We want to look at that battle. Why? Because we can still yet learn something from it. And it speaks to us today, amen, about the word of God and about the promises of God. Just the battle of Jericho reminds us of several things on today. And one thing it reminds of, uh, us of is that our enemy cannot be destroyed with physical weapons. What did Second Corinthians 10 and 4 say? The weapons of our warfare are what? Not carnal, but what are they? Mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Glory to God. So the battle of Jericho reminds us that our enemy cannot be destroyed with physical weapons. It reminds us that God goes ahead of those who are his and fights for them. So you could go on and just tell somebody, amen, as you set your mind, amen, on this message that God is fighting for me. Glory to God. It also reminds us that our victory is more than possible. 
it is a promise. Glory to God. No matter how the obstacles may look in your life, no matter what the situation is in your life, and even though it may seem impossible, and that is what the enemy will want you to dwell on, that is why he holds it up and blows it up and make it so big. But guess what? It is not bigger, amen, than the God we serve. And we have the victory. Why? Because our victory, amen, is in the Lord. And it reminds us that our victory is more than possible. Our victory, amen, is a promise. And this battle of Jericho reminds us that our uh, enemy cannot be destroyed with what with physical weapons and that God goes ahead of those who are heals and he fights for them. Our victory is not just possible this morning. Our victory is promised and is promised in the word of God by God himself. And God cannot do what this morning? God cannot lie. So we have to keep marching no matter how tired you may get, no matter how far you may have come, and no matter how far you have to go, and no matter how great the odds seem to be against you, you've got to remember that the fight, amen, for you and the fight for me is more, glory to God, is more, we're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ, our Lord, glory to God, and we're greater, glory to God, than the ones who fight against us, the one who fight with us, make us greater. Amen. Then our enemies, glory to God. Now, as you look, glory to God, at the word in Joshua uh, 1 verses 7 through 9, you'll see that the commander of the Lord's army told Joshua to be strong and very courageous. He told him this, he meditate on God's word, obey his commandments, and not to be frightened or dismayed. He said, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go, Joshua 1, 7 through 9. So you know I paraphrase, but I give you the scripture so you can read it yourself. But there were some things that Joshua had to do, glory to God. One, he had to be strong and very courageous. You know, God don't can't use no scary cats. God can't use no cowards. We found that out, glory to God, when uh, Gideon was down drink, uh, for the battle that Gideon fought, glory to God, that God told him first off, to send the fearful away. So if you're fearful, amen, I want you to know something. God can't use you on today. You need to bind and cast out that spirit of fear and every spirit attached to it. Amen. And, and be courageous in the Lord. Glory to God. So he told him to be strong and courageous. Then he told him to meditate on God's word and to obey God's commandments, not to be frightened or not to be dismayed by the enemy. Glory to God. But be courageous, be strong. And the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you go. And I want you to know this morning that the Lord, our God, is with us wherever we go, that the Lord, your God is fighting a man for you. This battle also reminds us that our battles can only be won when we obey God completely. Amen. We have to be obedient. Romans 15 and 4, Paul says, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Have you got hope this morning or is your hope dragging down on the ground? Are you trying to give up hope? Are you getting beginning to feel helpless and hopeless? Are you wanting to throw in the towel on some things that you've been praying for a long time and they haven't come to pass yet? And you say, I'm standing on the word of God. He promised me. I believe the promises of God. I'm standing on the promises of God. He said he will fight my battle if I just keep still. Yes, he said it, glory to God, and he means it, glory to God. And victory, amen, is assured to us in every battle. 
But if you haven't received, amen, what you've been praying for, then once again, you know I'm going to say it. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Are you meeting the requirements, huh? Are you meeting the requirements? Are you being totally and completely obedient to the word of God? Are you doing what God said do? Or are you doing what man said do? Are you doing what God said do his way? Or are you trying to do it your way? You can't have a mix going on. Glory to God. You can't hold the devil in one hand and Jesus in the other. You've got to lift both hands to the Lord and surrender that thing that you're asking God for. You've got to surrender that. Give that to him. Take your hands off of it and then make sure, amen, that you're walking in complete, complete, not partial obedience, but in complete obedience to the word of God. And guess what? God will do exactly what he said he would do. God is not man. He cannot. It's impossible for God to lie. If God said it, that sells it, whether the devil likes it or not, God is going to do it. Amen. He's fighting for you. Go and tell somebody he's fighting for me on today because you know that you measure up to the word of God. Even when God's commands seem foolish to everyone else, you must obey God. God's ways are not our ways. Isaiah 55, 89. Read that glory to God because his ways are as far from our ways as the east is. Amen. From the west. And you have to remember that God is who he say he is. God will do what he said he'll do. He'll do it. He said it, and God will do it. Amen. Why, once again? Because he can't lie. Glory to God. So trust him. Amen. With whatever it is that you need him to move in, whatever situation you need God to move up on this morning, you've got to trust him. You've got to believe, and you have to obey. Glory to God. The, the, the downfall, if anybody let down, amen, it won't be God. It won't be God. So if you're doing what God said do, if you're walking in total and complete obedience, then start expecting, amen, God's word to come to pass, amen, in your life. As we get back to Jericho, the walls of Jericho fell by the sheer power of God and the faith to obey his word. Hebrews 11 and 30 says, by faith. The walls of Jericho fell. Glory to God. And it doesn't matter this morning how big your walls may seem. It doesn't mean uh, that that you are defeated because the enemy has built walls bigger than you feel like you can handle. Glory to God. All you got to do is believe. Glory to God. God can do it. God can do anything but fail. Have faith. Amen. In God. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how big your problems are this morning. God is bigger. Tell somebody God is bigger than what the doctor said. God is bigger than what my marital problems are. God is bigger than my bills. God is bigger. Glory to God. Then my kids, glory to God, God is bigger than that person or situation on the job. God is bigger than anything that the enemy may be bringing against me, glory to God. If God allowed it, amen, to happen, then there's a reason for it. He's increasing my faith. He's giving me fight and stamina, glory to God. He's showing me how to prevail in prayer. It's only a test, and I know God is fighting for me. Therefore, I can't lose with the help I've got. Why? Because God, amen, 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 God is bigger. Glory to God. And let this story also reminds us that God keeps his promises. Why? Because the walls, of, it's simple, the walls of Jericho fell. They didn't stay up. They fell just like God said it would. And what? If God has given you some instructions, amen, to follow 
Don't be ashamed and don't be afraid to do what God told you to do for fear of what man may say or what man may think. I can't imagine what the inhabitants of Jericho were thinking as they watched a man, Joshua and the army, uh, march around the walls. Glory to God. One time each day for six days and then seven times on the seventh day. And when they marched, glory to God, the priests blew those trumpets and they gave a mighty shout. It was a shout of war and it was a shout, amen, of victory, glory to God. And the walls fell down. Why? Because God said that they would. God keeps his word. God keeps his promises, glory to God. So we're standing yet on the promises of God. And faith is one thing that moves God. It says, but without faith. Faith without works is dead. James 2 and 26. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. That's over in Hebrews. Glory to God. James 2 and 26 says, but faith without works is dead. So what am I saying to you this morning? You can't just say, I believe God and live like cat dog. Huh? You can't just say, I believe God and live like cat dog in an ungodly manner. When you truly believe God, your desire is to please him, not yourself. Your desire is to obey God and not make Faith is put to work when you make every effort to do exactly what God says do in his word. Glory to God. You're not walking. Amen. Slew footed. Amen. You're not straddled the fence. Glory to God. You're doing exactly what God said do. Glory to God. And you will receive. Amen. The promise that he's promised. Glory to God. God will give you the victory in every area of your life if you will believe him and if you will stand in faith. God gave the victory to his people. Why? We read it, it's simple, because they obeyed him. And God will give you the victory over your enemies when you obey him. Obedience is still better than sacrifice. What did I just say? Obedience is better than sacrifice. So in other words, obedience is better than fasting. Glory to God. And why am I saying that? Because the first of the year, a lot of churches, a lot of people go on first of the year fast. Some 21 day fast, some 40 days fast. Some people fast uh, whatever the Lord give them and put on their heart to. And fasting is a sacrifice. You're setting aside food for a certain period of time. Glory to God. You're drinking only water or you're eating a bland diet and no meat as Daniel did. Glory to God. On 21 day fast. And you're fasting and you're sincere with your fast. Glory to God. But you aren't obedient. Well, can I tell you something this morning? Your fast is a burnt offering. God won't accept it. You can't fast. Amen. Obedience is better than sacrifice. You can't fast and sacrifice certain things and still do what you want to do. That's against the word of God. Amen. If you got faith enough to believe God's word and you pray glory to God and you are sacrificing, you are fasting, then have faith enough in his word to know that if you are in disobedience, eat. Go on. Eat, get you a hamburger, let the grease run down your elbows, glory to God, because your fast is in vain if you're not obeying God. Amen. Come on. Obedience is better than sacrifice, and you will indeed have the victory, and you will have what God promised you, but you've got to obey him, glory to God. You can't fast your way to heaven without obeying God, and that's how others, amen, will be drawn to God by your life and by your life of obedience, glory to God. What you saying, preacher, this morning? I'm saying we have to do what? We have to practice, amen, what we preach, glory to God. We have to practice what we preach. And if we practice what we preach, others will see our light shining for Jesus and they'll be influenced. Amen. To come out of darkness into his marvelous light. Amen. It is promised. Glory to God. So you can stand on the word of God on today. You can stand on the promises of God 
on today, but you must meet, amen, you must meet the criteria that God said we've got to do what God said do. Anything else is vain, is in vain, amen. So if you have not received promises on some prayers that you've prayed for a pretty long time, then make sure, make sure that you are completely and that you're operating in the will of God and not out of the will of God. Then just wait on the Lord. He will do what he said do. Amen. Why? Because it is promised and everything you need for the victory has already been provided. The word of God says we're more than conquerors through Jesus Christ our Lord. Glory to God. And we have, amen, the victory no matter how big the situation, no matter how, how strong the enemy may appear to be. Glory to God. We walk by faith and not by sight. And we sing victory is mine. Why? Because the one that fight for us is more and greater than the one that fight against us. Go on and give God praise on today and realize, amen, you will have the promises of God if you obey the word of God. Why? Because it is promised. Now that indeed is the word of God for the people of God on today. I am Apostle Barbara Ann Bolden, pastor of the Anointed Church of the Living God and saying if you want to support this ministry, if you have cash out, you may cash out a donation to Dollar sign, anointed cash one. Dollar sign, anointed, A-N-O-I-N-T-E-D, cash, one word, one, the number one. And we bless you and thank you for your donation and your giving into this ministry. For those of you who do so, we want to thank you and we thank God for you. You can yet mail your donations to 1211 South Miles Avenue, Union City, Tennessee, 38261 or to uh, post office box 5000, uh, that's KYTN, as in care of KYTN, voice of the preacher. God bless you and God keep you. And I'm saying on today, I love you and God loves you to remember, amen. It is promised and God cannot lie. He can do anything but fail, amen. So it's up to you, amen. It's up to you. Stand on the promises of God. God bless you. Have a great week in Jesus.